Hey everyone, this is Gary Kay, and I'm excited to be joined with Rob Voorhees, a business development manager at Exertus Almo. Um, this is a my Rants and Rays video cast. And Rob, I wanted to talk about um, you, you. You are have been for years been pushing services as a, yeah. a become a bigger part of the integrator menu, and, uh, and now Alma off you know was third party partnerships offering lots of different services. Now they've started acquiring the service providers that they have. Um, I'm curious, how, how's that progress going? Because you've been kind of pushing this um, concept for years. I'm wondering, you know, uh, in looking at like the SCN top 50 and the others that are out there, you know, what percentage of the integrator sales at the end of the year are services and where do you think they need to be? That's a great, the great way of phrasing it, Gary. Um, you know, and you're right. It, it it started off when when I've been in pro AV only for six years now, and and towards the very beginning, that was the biggest hurdle that we had. It was almost like foreign language talking to traditional AV integrators about getting outside of just hardware. Um, so it was definitely a very very small uh, percentage back then. But now looking at these these top fifty lists, the one thing that really jumped out to me was you know, how many said managed services, managed services, and so many different kinds. It wasn't all just structured cabling or programming. Um, so that was really encouraging. So we're, we're definitely seeing a sharp increase there. I, I mean, when I look at, at services compared to hardware, I definitely think the future is headed into the service model. I've heard you, you share predictions about the same thing. Yeah. So I think that's why integrators really need to jump into that. Um, I don't have a specific revenue number number that I would attach to it, but I just think that more and more they need to see that it's not just about supplying a box to somebody, but it's about that full solution because end users and these customers want to know that you're just not pushing hardware onto them and then never working with them again. With the managed services, you're tied to that customer a lot longer it's more value for that customer, but it's also um, options to make more revenue on your side as well for the integrators. What do you think is the low hanging fruit? I mean, to me, it seems like, I mean, obviously integrators, since I've been in the industry have been offering, um, you know, uh, support of systems that they install. Sure. I mean, that's like, that's obvious. I don't, I don't want to consider that as part of the service offering because, you know, maintenance and uh, remote management, that kind of stuff. Uh, well, I, actually remote management is kind of, two parts, right? There's the, there's the, there's the part where you're fixing somebody's system remotely. And there's the part where you're proactively managing a system. I think the proactive managing of a system part is not being done by most integrators. Yeah. Um, and, it, and it's leaving money on the table there, but where, where else do you see the low hanging fruit? I mean, I know one of the things that you do is sell bandwidth. That mm -hmm. to me, seems like an easy thing to do, but at the same time, super hard because it's easy because everyone needs bandwidth. But it's got to be super hard to get to the right person who's willing to say, what? This company, what? They want to do what? I'm, we're using AT&T. Why would we use right. you know, Exertus Alamo? I mean, that, that seems like the hardest one, but, but also at the same time, the most required one. Yeah. And, and I think going back to, to one, of your, one of your addresses that I heard way back when I first started, and, and I'm just paraphrasing, of course, but you said something along the lines of everything requires bandwidth nowadays. And, and certainly that, that statement has grown over the past few years. To me, the low hanging fruit is when I sit and look at the hardware, you know, for a particular order, and I can immediately tie a service to that hardware. So in some cases, you're right, it could be bandwidth because nowadays, you know, much like our homes, bandwidth is, is really making everything work. 
But then if you get out of that and you even start looking at um, control systems, well, there's programming immediately tied to there. Um, even with, with some of what I do, there's the structured cabling that's tied to there. Labor is tied to all of it. And then you get into drafting and engineering. And these, these aren't, at least to me in my role, these aren't services that you have to really stretch for. These are services that seem to come up rather organically in the conversation. Because for example, if I'm talking about control systems with, with somebody on, on a call, the very first question that comes out is who on your staff is going to program this? And then that starts, well, geez, I don't have somebody. And, and that's how it all kind of flows from there. Um, bandwidth, when I first started, was a difficult one at the time because much like I said about services, it, it was a foreign concept to a lot of people and they were just getting into the AV over IP uh, spectrum, so to speak. Um, so luckily, knock on wood, things are progressing in the sense where it's not that foreign to people. Um, and as you're seeing with these top 50 lists, more and more are getting involved in it. I have a, I have a question for you. Um, I, I, I wonder if you've thought about this. Best way to put it is some of the best salespeople I know in the industry don't actually sell or pitch services in their original proposals. So they'll mm -hmm. put together a design build project they'll pitch it and they're really more worried about the project itself rather than the services that go along with it. They look at that as sort of like an afterthought. Uh, and that, that if they have the relationship with the customer, they can get that, which is very possibly true. Mm -hmm. But I think the problem is whenever you run into frustration in the install process, which salesperson has no control over, then the thought starts turning away from the support from that integrator. So it seems right. to me you ought to sell that ahead of time. My question is, would an integrator be better off having a separate set of salespeople selling services that, than hardware? And, and the reason why I say that is I know for like I having managed salespeople, as you know, uh, at Extron for many, many years, if I put this in front of somebody, I, anyone I had could sell it. But if I said to sell this, they'd have a harder time with it. They, yeah. If it's tangible, they have an easy time with it. Certain people can sell intangibles. So should we have two separate set of salespeople? If you're recommending, let's say you were hired by AVI SPL and they were like, okay, we want to turn our business into 50% sales be services. Would you recommend a separate set of salespeople or would you recommend a whole different way of pitching a project? My personal preference coming from the distribution model is to have a separate set. Um, and, and the reason why I say that is, is much of what, what you just explained. I just find it, you know, to pardon the pun, people have bandwidth themselves. So if you're if you're throwing, you know, different hardware, different technologies onto a salesperson and then you're coming in and saying, oh, well, now you have to do services at the same time. It, there is a learning curve there. So I'm not saying that salespeople can't learn to sell services. I just think that it becomes a bandwidth issue where you're stretching somebody too thin. Um, one of the reasons why the distribution model works so well with services is because we are those extra set of people. Um, so you know you have resources to turn to. Um, much like on the telecom side, I've been, I've been in the telecom space for over 15 years now. Um, so it's a lot easier to make that phone call or that email to, to Rob Voorhees rather than hiring somebody, training somebody, paying somebody, so on and so forth. Um, so I see both sides of it. I see, yes, it's possible to train a salesperson on services, but a lot of the times the bandwidth needs of, of customers and, and these integrators doesn't always allow that. And that's where the distribution model could come in. So when I, 
was at Extron and we, during my 10 years there, we bought two, twice we bought large phone systems. First time mm-hmm. Nortel, giant phone systems. Yes. Meaning, you know, servicing thousands of lines. Second time was AT&T. Both times they had people, they had the hardware person and they had the software person. Now, they didn't call it software at the time. It was like programming or you know, um, I forget what they called it. They had a unique term for it, but ultimately the hardware person didn't know all the paths for the phone system. Sure. So what they would do is say, well, kind of, what do you want to do? And kind of, and then that would influence the the cost. Right. So that person would be like, okay, you need to add this module. You need to add this. Maybe a tag team approach is the way to go. And that, that set of person, that person who's in charge of services really kind of understands the intricacies of everything. But that person really has to understand, you know, like bandwidth for me, is lo- is big time low hanging fruit because if I were putting in an AV over IP system, which by the way, just like every university in the world wants to put in digital signage, every single one wants to put in digital signage. Yep. Every company is going to be using AV over IP within the next five years. Every single one, like every single install, is going to get <laughs> AV over IP. So knowing that, I would be putting in, I'd be pitching this as set up a separate network and bridge the two networks together. So you have your AV network and you have your IT network. That way you can get it through quicker. You manage everything through the AV network. And then, uh, and then the customer's less concerned because they have this sort of bridge between the regular network um, and everyone's happy. Uh, And that would accelerate all of it. Right. I mean, I don't know. I'm not asking you to answer all those questions. It's kind of rhetorical, but it seems to me that'd be the best way to approach all this. Absolutely. Yeah. I think, yeah, I mean, we, we agree on that side. Um, you know, and I see it, it again, going back to when I first started, met you for the first time. I mean, it's kind of crazy to see how far it's come, not just with AV over IP, but the bandwidth needs and the services in general. And I think your predictions are spot on there. So yeah, it, I, I, if I were advising an integrator, I would tell them, look, you need to have a separate set of salespeople. And then you also need to, to approach this sales process differently. I mean, we're we're turning into a different industry. 100%. We're literally turning into a different industry. We're in the middle of it. Well, actually, not the middle. We're at the very. We're like, you know, if, if it's if we broke it into twenty steps, we're at step three, step four, or something like that. Um, and I think that for those people that are intimidated by the network, they're going to have a hard time um, sort of progressing through the future of our industry. So, but anyway, Rob, I really appreciate you coming on here. Congratulations, by the way, all those medals in the back. In case you don't know, Rob has uh, fallen in love with uh, running and he just keeps, uh, all I see on my Facebook feed nowadays is Rob getting medals. (laughs) One day he actually got three medals at one time. I'm not exactly sure how he did that. So, uh, but, uh, ultimately he, he had three medals on, so he did apparently did three things. It's uh, all about the hardware. It's, it's, yeah, yeah, it's, well, you're doing a really good job with that hardware. Enjoy your holidays. Thanks for coming on and kind you of reviewing all this, uh, with me. And of course, if you want to see all of our video cast, go to ravepubs.com, click on the, uh, rave radio link. Uh, I think it just says radio link on there. That's where we keep all of our video casts and podcasts nowadays. And of course, if you want to learn more about Exertus Almo and their services, just go to Exertus Almo dot com and uh, you can always contact rob Voorhees uh, on linkedin as well thanks for joining me everyone have a great day